Hi, you're listening to Your Best with my nanny, Kathy Wickworth. Hi, Hi, this is Kathy Weckworth, Executive Director of Best Life Ministries, and you're listening to Your Best, a motivational, inspirational 30 minutes that will help you want to be your best. Today's topic is faith. I've been listening to some friends lately. They've been chatting about the word faith, and their questions have been swirling through our coffee times, permeating our lunches, and now they're seeping into the shopping sprees. What is faith, they asked me. Why would God care? What if we don't have faith and we doubt? Does God still love us if we struggle? They've been great questions. They've been tough questions. They just keep coming at me. I wanted to give my mind a rest and sat down at home to read an old book. I love history, and right there in the book was a picture that intrigued me, an old sepia-toned photo taken years ago of Fanny J. Crosby, author of the old hymn, Blessed Assurance. The more I read about her, the more God spoke to me again about this topic of faith. Webster's Dictionary says that faith means trust or confidence. Under the word assurance, the definition states a feeling of certainty. I read on about Fanny. In 1820, when Fanny was barely six weeks old, she developed a severe cold with inflammation around her eyes. This resulted in a desperate call to the doctor. However, the family doctor was not available, and so another man posing as a doctor took his place. He ultimately prescribed something that caused irreversible consequences, and Fanny J. Crosby was blinded in both eyes for life. By the age of 15, she enrolled in the New York School for the Blind and began writing poetry and songs. When she was 44 years old, she wrote what was the first of over 8,000 hymns. Can you believe it? 8,000. She signed a contract with a publishing company and was expected to write three hymns a week, but instead she turned out six or seven a day. Her most well-known hymn was Blessed Assurance, written in 1873. Why am I telling you this? Well, the story of her life fascinated me. First of all, because she was blinded for life and yet learned how to play guitar and piano. Secondly, because she was someone who didn't give up, but had a strong faith in God and His plan for her life. And lastly, she chose to put her faith and assurance in a God whom she believed in and loved with her whole heart. And so she kept finding ways to give back to God, to give back to people, and to give back to life itself. No complaining there. Nope, she never held a bitter spirit for the man who had taken away her sight, but instead was quoted as saying, if perfectly earthly sight were offered to me tomorrow, I would not accept it. I might not have sung hymns to the praise of God if I had been distracted by the beautiful and interesting things about me. I sat and questioned what kind of a place in our journey has us call out to God in faith? Is it the beginning? the middle, the end? Do we only exercise faith when things are going smoothly? Do we hold assurance in things other than God? As I was pondering that, I reached for my phone to return a phone call. The phone had rung and I heard this little seven-year-old voice answer, hello? I asked for her mother. The little girl launched into her excited voice repeating, her sister was babysitting and she wanted to tell me about their vacation. What was your favorite part, I asked. She gleefully expressed, the roller coaster, I almost threw up once, she said, but didn't actually. 
Then I asked, weren't you scared? Oh no, she said. My daddy was riding next to me. I hung up the phone and sat for a minute absorbed in all the thoughts I had and I realized the basic truth. We're all really on a ride. We're all riding the roller coaster of our lives. It just seems a lot safer, a lot more comforting when we embrace the faith and assurance that our dad, our heavenly father, is writing right next to us. Today, we want to welcome Pastor Bev Maudlin to the show. Pastor Bev is a wife, mother, and grandma, and she's also my friend and part of our Best Life staff. Hi, Pastor Bev. Hi, Kathy. Pastor Bev is going to help us really look at discouraging situations. That sounds awful, Bev, but we're going to look at some situations today that make our hearts feel heavy, and we want to have you help us to kind of see how we can counter them with a faith-filled spirit. So, Bev, tell us, life can be really challenging, and I'm wondering, what do you say to people when they are in a really tough place and they start wondering if God even cares about them? You know, the first thing I like to do is first just listen to them. And then, you know, I talk to them and I tell them that I understand that they may feel alone right now. But I also tell them that they're not alone, that God is always with them. And um, even though they cannot feel His presence, He is with them and He cares for them. And, and, And I always tell them that, you know, I know that we know that He cares for us because He lived for us, He suffered for us, and He died for us. He rose from the grave for us, and He hears our prayers, and He will send others to our aid. You know, I, I like that when He, when we cry, He cries, and when um, He laughs, when we laugh. So, Bev. So often people will ask, why is God allowing this to happen? What did I ever do to deserve this? And, you know, maybe it's cancer or a job loss, or maybe it's a miscarriage or a divorce. I know recently one of my friends just went through a really horrific situation in their lives, and boy, were they ever stretched in their faith, wondering, where is God? What's He doing? When, when people are asking you questions about God and why He allows bad things to happen to good people, how do you usually answer that? I mean, being a pastor, you know, you're going to come across that question a lot. How, how do you respond to that? You know, I have come across that a lot. And, you know, and I have to say that people have asked that question for a long time, as long as I can remember, and, yeah. and probably even longer. Yes. And this question... Um, could, if we choose, be a stumbling block um, in our walk with God. Now, Kathy, we could get into a big theological debate today, but I'm not sure that we have that much time. We don't have so that I, much I, time. I, I guess I'll choose not to do that, <laughs> yes. but I'm just going to be my bold self and, and say, God does not will or cause bad things to happen. They just happen. Mm-hmm. But during those bad times, He's walking with us and carrying us if that is what we need. Yeah. And I think that so many people believe, um, you know, because you're a Christ follower, if you're a believer, that your life is going to be rosy and perfect. And I remember as a little child, my daddy used to say, you know, Kathleen, where does it say in the Bible that your life is going to be perfect? If you look at Jesus Christ himself, his life was very difficult and ended up 
you know, on a cross. Well, if you're tuning in today, you're listening to Your Best with Kathy Weckworth, and my guest today is Pastor Bev Maudlin talking about our topic of faith. Bev, in your workshop, you teach for Best Life this year. You say that there are three levels that we live life. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, you know, Kathy, I also like to call these levels choices because we choose or not to choose to trust in God and His plan. You know, and due to our choices, life can be lived on one of three levels. Um, level one is to do what you want to do. Now, that is the level where most of the world lives today. We do what we want to do. Now, level two is is to do what we think we ought to do. And, you know, I'm going to, you know, be bold again and say, I think that's the level where many Christians live today, is that we do because we think we ought to be that way or do that. But then there's level three, and it's the highest level, and that is to do what God leads you to do. It is to trust in Him and His plan. See, that's the level of choice where God wants us all to be. Mm, I like that, because it is a choice, isn't it? Yes, and He wants us all to live out our life trusting in Him and His plan. But it's very, very difficult. And you know, as a pastor, Bev, that, you know, you're leading a church, you have lots of challenges, you have different personalities together, Mm -hmm. and so many people that are going through so many different trials and situations. But personally, you know, tell us, um, you know, you've talked about being bold, so be bold and tell us, have you ever experienced times when you're wondering where God is in your own personal world? Oh, Kathy, as a pastor, I would really like to say no, um, but I am a human, so the honest answer is yes. Mm. Uh, yes, I have. I know that <laughs> I have as well, and, you know, yes. And I, as I look back at those days, mm-hmm. you know, when I felt alone and, and faithless, it was when I didn't trust in Him alone. Yeah. You and know, and I think definitely. that's what we have to do. We must mm-hmm. trust in the Lord with yeah. all of our hearts. And, you know, that wonderful Proverbs 3 chapter that, you know, not to lean on our own understanding and, and acknowledge Him and because He directs our path. I love that, Bev. That's one of the very first Bible verses that I learned as a little kid. I think it was seven or eight at Vacation Bible School, and it was um, Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean on unto your own understanding in all your ways. Acknowledge Him, and He will direct your paths. And it's so true that if we're acknowledging to God, I think even just simply saying, holy smokes, I don't have a clue what I'm going to do. I don't know how to deal with this, but I know that you're there and I know that you'll help me. I think that's going to be an incredibly uh, wise choice to make by just giving it over to God and saying, you know, I can't do it. You take Mm -hmm. over. So if I'm going through something difficult today, just say that I called you up and I said, Pastor Bev, I am really discouraged and I'm needing help um, and answers. You know, what would be the best way that you would be able to encourage me to hear from God. I mean, people wonder, you know, how do you hear from God? What would you tell them? You know, I, first I would probably go back to that wonderful passage and, and say, you know, Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 actually has two parts to it. 
And our part is trusting, and God's part is guiding. And But the best way to hear in that guiding part that God does so well for us, the best way to hear Him is to know Him, mm-hmm. is to know Him, but we must spend time with Him to know Him. Oh, yeah. And we have to do that by reading His holy inspired Word, His those, that wonderful Bible that He's given us. And it's like a life book. And um, also by talking with Him in prayer. Definitely. And I think people have a little bit of a misconception about prayer. Um, For people that know me personally, that's one of my favorite things to do is to pray for people, to pray over their needs. And people will tell me, I'm too embarrassed to pray out loud, or I'm too scared to pray for someone else. Or at the very basic bottom line, they'll say, you know, why should I pray? Why would a huge, big God care about my life and my prayers? And I like to encourage people, as I'm sure you do, that if we have faith, Scripture tells us even the size of a mustard seed, that we can go before God and it says that, you know, you can move mountains um, because that faith is, is big enough to change things. And I love that about God. And so I encourage people to pray in faith, to pray believing, you know, when we believe, we receive. And so I like to tell people, you know, prayer is so crucial to keep an open a conversation with God and to let Him know anything and everything, because I believe it's so important. And, and you don't need to be scared to be praying. No, actually, I think you really hit it when you said conversation, mm-hmm. because that is what our prayer should be. We should be in conversation with the best friend that we could possibly have. Exactly. Yes. I believe that. Well, we'll be back in a little bit with a final thought from Pastor Bab. But first, let's listen to the encouraging words of releasing our control over to God in faith and belief that He's got this. He's got every situation under control. Here's Christy Knuckles with the song that I love called In Your Hands.
life, I give it to you I place it in your hands I place it in your hands That was Christy Knuckles with In Your Hands. Did you hear the words from that song? For so long I have held on to all that I am when all you want is for me to place it in your hands. In other words, I'm trying to do this by myself. I'm trying to keep everything together and be in charge of it all. But Scripture tells us in Matthew 17, 20, and this is the message version, the simple truth is that if you had a mere kernel of faith, a poppy seed, and the King James Version says a mustard seed, you would tell this mountain move and it would move. There is nothing you wouldn't be able to tackle. Wow, I love that Scripture. Not with Dad riding next to us, our Heavenly Father, on the roller coaster of life. We just don't need to be afraid. Let's check in right now with Valerie and Money Matters. Today on Your Best, we want to introduce to you our financial advisor on our Best Life staff, Valerie McKay. Val is a controller for a cybersecurity and engineering research company and leads the finance department there with 27 years of experience in finance. Valerie is here to encourage us about smart steps to take for managing successful finances. Let's check in with Val for her thoughts. Hi, listeners. This is Money Matters with Valerie McKay. Today's topic is your best financial success. The great news is the economy is continuing to turn around for the better. Unemployment rates are dropping and the stock market is on the rise. The housing market is picking up as well. In my area alone, the average home value has increased over 20% in the last year. During the drop in economic times, many of us learned valuable financial lessons. Many people lost jobs, homes, vehicles, and found themselves financially overextended. The last few years have been incredibly stressful for many families. As things have turned around and people are starting to become more financially fit, it is so important that one does not revert to old behaviors that may have added to financial hardship. The economy will continue to rise and fall over the course of time. In fact, many experts are predicting an upcoming recession. To be prepared for what may come, we need to be vigilant in our financial planning. Sticking with financial fundamentals is the key to financial success. With our personal financials, as with business financials, our main goal is simply this. To be successful, you must make more money than you spend. Let me say that again because it's important. To be successful, you must make more money than you spend. As the economy continues to balance out and you find yourself in a more comfortable financial state, remember the key elements to financial success. One, budget. Plan where you will spend your money and know your numbers. Remember the old saying, failing to plan is planning to fail. Number two, create an emergency account. Life is full of unplanned events, so plan for the unplanned. Have three to six months, preferably six months, of expenses put aside in the savings account. 
if a tragedy, a loss of job, or medical emergency happens, you will be able to pay your bills without using a credit card or a loan. Number three, pay off debt. Aggressively pay off credit cards and loans. Do not continue to use credit cards. And that leads us to number four, pay cash. Do not use credit cards or loans to pay for regular monthly expenses. Avoid accumulating debt by used cards instead of new cards and pay cash if possible. Number five, save for retirement. If your employer offers a 401k, utilize the 401k plan manager to help you make wise investments. Or seek help from a reputable financial planner if you don't have an employer retirement plan. The economy will continue to ebb and flow. Personal financial situations will do the same. These basic financial principles will stand the test of time in good times and in bad. Follow the advice found in Romans 13.8, which tells us, don't run up debt except for the huge debt of love you owe each other. This is Money Matters with Valerie McKay. Thanks for that great advice, Val. Paying off debt takes a lot of work and remaining faithful to our commitment, and who doesn't want to be out of debt? It feels so overwhelming and causes a lot of stress in our lives when our finances are out of control. We need to get smart and take those five steps that Valerie recommended. This week on Your Best with Kathy Weckworth, I want to introduce another one of our team members most likely to make you laugh, our own funny girl, Tracy Cox. Tracy is a mother of three kids, an educator of many kids, and likes to make you feel like a kid. Tracy's a bit of a germaphobe and was feeling a little distraught when Pastor Phil changed things up for communion at church. Let's listen into her story as she tells it to the women who attended our Best Life Conference. The pastor got up and he said, you know, we're going to do communion um, this evening. And, and he said, uh, we're going to do it a little different than we normally have done communion. And um, he said, the, the, the church was packed, 300 people. We're going to have everyone just file up and we've got this loaf of bread. You're just going to come up and rip off from the bread. And then we have this cup and you're going to just dunk it in the cup. The same cup. The same loaf. And my heart started to beat fast. And some of you are like, why? What's wrong with this woman? My heart started to beat faster and faster. My hands started to sweaty. And I looked at my husband. And I said, okay, in my mind, I'm thinking, it's flu season. Everybody's going to touch the same loaf. And what if these little kids sitting around me, they dip too far into the cup, and their fingers go away into the juice? one note on the piano, and I felt ready. I said, 
out of the 300 people at the service that day, didn't even wait for my husband. Guess who was the first gal to rip and duck? Oh, Tracy, you are too much. She really is. Well, we have been talking with Pastor Bev Maudlin today. And I am so excited to have her here with us because she's such a great encouragement to our team. And one of the classes that she's been teaching this year is about stretching your faith. When faith stretches, stretch with it. And she has been co-teaching that with a fellow Bensonite, um, Mary Weckworth, my wonderful sister-in-law. And so I just want to ask Pastor Bev today if you have one last thought that you want to leave with us today that would encourage the listeners about faith and what God wants from them and how they can respond to that, what would you say? You know, if it's okay, Kathy, I would like to leave our listeners with a challenge. Absolutely. Um, and that it is to trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge Him, and He will direct your path. He will make it straight. See, when you trust in God, you believe that He loves you. You know He's good, and He's not only He not only has the power to help you, He wants to help you. Mm, so as great. you press on in your life, have and keep the faith. I think that's wonderful, Bev. Thank you so much for being with us tonight, and I just will continue to pray that God will encourage our listeners today about being faith-filled. Sometimes it's a struggle, but we know that God can help us through it. Thanks for being here, Bev. Thank you, Kathy. Today, listeners, take a journey with me. Let's explore our faith. Let's explore the stories of our lives, the assurance that we feel or don't feel, and the day-in and day-out journeys in which we travel on that roller coaster called life. Let's ponder what faith really is made up of and what it truly looks like. And let's encourage one another on this roller coaster to stretch and grow and reach far and wide for what God has to offer. Remember what Pastor Bev said, sometimes we like to lean on other people or we like to depend on things. But really, truthfully, the only one we can depend on is our daddy who's riding in that ride right next to us. So let's reach out to him this week without fear, and put ourselves in His hands. Let me pray for you today. Dear Heavenly Father, I pray that you would help us to remain calm and at peace during the ups and downs of our lives. When bad things happen, I pray that you will help us to trust in you and remain faith-filled, even though it's a stretch. Bless us today, in Jesus' name, amen. For more encouragement and hope, log on to our website at bestlifeministries.com. And for more information about me, you can log on to kathyweckworth.com. Hey, thanks for being with us today. Tune in next week at 6.30 p.m. on our station, KSCR 93.5 FM. And until next time, I encourage you to go out and be your best.